good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut any cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're absolutely right, Dega. And this portion of the show is supported by Minnesota 350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Hey, up today we have Ruth Buffalo, former uh, North Dakota House Rep, and also uh, Destiny Jones, who's Ho-Chunk. So, uh, Haley, it's been Ho-Chunk week. I think this is our mm-hmm. fifth Ho-Chunk, and, and that's awesome. And she works for a Native American Community Development Institute and works on the Four Sisters uh, Market. And I go there every Thursday when they open up, and it's a great place to, uh, to see things, to... Uh, buy things to have mark you know it's it's a market where there's swag there there's uh things like uh uh food you know from the four sisters uh market and so i'm really excited about that and and we're still celebrating here in minnesota native uh native uh, heritage month here and it's been Mm -hmm. really a whirlwind with all the things that have been happening in a good way i was just at the capitol yesterday uh many, many things going on. So uh, we have uh, former state uh, representative Ruth Buffalo on, and we're really excited to have Ruth on. Ruth, thank you so much for coming on and all the work you've been doing and you are doing. You're just a, a true warrior, and I really appreciate you stopping in and talking to talking to our audience out here. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for having me. Hey, Ruth, we got a couple things we need to talk about, and one of them is the work you're doing with uh, Not Invisible Act Commission. What's happening with that, and what can you tell all our uh, listening audience about that? Sure. Um, So the Not Invisible Act is hosting a series of field hearings across and throughout Indian country. Um, so I'm actually on my way back from the Flagstaff hearings. Um, we had two days of hearings in the Twin Arrows Casino and Resort. Um, and so we will be headed to Minneapolis. Um, and that will be June 6th through the 8th. Um, I believe the hearings will be held at, in uh, St. Paul at the Hilton there. And so we welcome everybody to uh, sign up, get registered, and please um, show up and provide your your story of your missing and murdered um, loved one. Um, so we really want to hear from the community members. Wow, that's that's exciting, and it'll be uh, downtown St. Paul, and it'll be a stone's throws from my house. So I'll have to. I think I'm coming down there as a Ho Chunk representative, and I think there's uh, there's many Ho Chunks coming in town for that. So. That's a good thing, and it'll be always good to see you, Ruth. Yeah, thank you. Um, There will not be a field hearing in the Dakotas, either in North Dakota or South Dakota, so we're really encouraging people to show up either to the Minneapolis hearing or to the Billings, Montana hearing. Um, There will be a Great Lakes panel as well, so there are relatives coming from uh, Wisconsin, um, and so we're just hoping that we have a good turnout. Um, the end goal for these field hearings is that we will, as commissioners, compile all of this information and provide a, a report to the Department of Interior, Department of Justice, and Congress uh, for recommendations um, on how to best tackle this the crisis of missing and murdered Indigenous um, persons. Well, um, and we just had that uh, day of... Um... Uh, at the Capitol this past uh, May 5th. And uh, it's always uh, a somber uh, gathering. It's good to see our relatives, but it's also a, a, a huge reminder of, you know, our, our relatives missing. And, uh, you know, being on Facebook, Ruth, uh, I see it all the time still. 
constantly our native uh, brothers and sisters uh, disappearing for days, and uh, it's just heartbreaking. Definitely. uh, You know, these hearings have been intense, you know, emotional and heavy as they should be um, because we're hearing from uh, individuals, families, and communities who have been directly impacted. Um, The commission is comprised of a broad coalition of federal employees and non-federal commissioners. It's the broadest coalition or commission in uh, the federal government's history. Um, It's definitely a lot of pressure for us to deliver uh, because many people are putting their hope and trust in us by traveling, making the time to travel and and to share their stories. And for many, it's their first time sharing their story um, of being harmed um, and of wanting to find justice and accountability. Wow. Um, Again, uh, it's it's you uh, and you and your group amplifying. This is so, so important. And, you know, it's it's just, you know, one of the things that I heard a few years ago, Ruth, that really surprised me is up in Lake Superior, how many people get taken away on those boats. It just blew my mind. I never even thought of it being a St. Paul kid, blah, blah, blah. And, but I've heard these stories of people escaping, um, people getting thrown over these boats from all these foreign countries coming into the harbor up there. It's just unbelievable. It's a story that needs to be told. Definitely. And it's, uh, it's, there are no words really to explain the, um, the seriousness of this issue, the sense of urgency that we're in, and what every single community faces in their respective geographic location. As you mentioned, the, you know, the the large ships next to the Great Lakes area. You know, I'm from Fort Berthold Indian Reservation, and uh, it's we are the the Bakken oil formation is located directly beneath us, and so we're constantly uh, being inundated with semi truck traffic, um, oil filled workers. Um, and constant uh, visitors, you know, from right. uh, coming in and outside of our, our uh, tribal land borders. But one thing that we heard directly from individuals uh, while we were in Flagstaff, Arizona, these past couple days is the, um, the predatory behavior that is happening in Phoenix uh, with these uh, quote unquote sober living homes um, that are targeting our Native American relatives who are trying to find ways of becoming sober and, and being staying in recovery. You know, so that is something that we haven't seen yet hit national news. Uh, we, we have seen a couple articles that we've shared online, but uh, we know that locally within the state legislature of Arizona, they are working to address this this issue. Um, so lots to unpack there as usual and uh, so much work that needs to be done. and. Again, we need to really, you know, come together and support one another um, because, uh, you know, it, it just racks my mind that the, that the federal government or the powers that be have not called for a state of emergency yet for our missing and murdered indigenous persons crisis. Um, predators are going to continue to prey upon our people uh, because they, they quite frankly think nothing is going to happen. Uh, we don't get ample media coverage. So again, thank you for, you know, bringing this issue to light because uh, it is a very dire, in, it's just, you know, it's a huge sense of urgency and we're in dire need of change and uh, we just have to continue plugging away at this and staying together. So, Matsugidads, thank you. No, really, and thank you for amplifying it, Ruth. Uh, we're going to take a break here soon. Uh, we're with uh, former state representative of North Dakota, Ruth Buffalo, one of my heroes and one of the, my heroes since I've been doing the radio. And I always appreciate when Ruth can uh, spend some time with us. And next segment, Ruth, let's talk a little bit about uh, Leonard and what's happening and maybe an update on that. All right. She's she's shaking her head. Yes, this is radio. Yes. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk. We're going to talk to Ruth about Leonard Peltier and updates on that. We'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. Stay with us.
Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Students at participating Twin Cities high schools can get a summer's worth of rides on buses and light rail for just $30 with a summer student pass. From June 1st through September 5th, students can get unlimited rides on buses and trains up to a $3.25 fare. For a list of participating schools and to purchase a pass, visit metrotransit.org slash summer dash student dash pass. Again, that's metrotransit.org slash summer dash student dash pass. Unwanted sexting or photos, inappropriate jokes, even tickling or wrestling can feel like a violation. Catcalling, cornering, or groping, getting them drunk or high for sex, recording sexual acts without permission, hurting someone because of their sexual orientation, ripping a family member, a child, a date, a friend, a stranger, purchasing a human being for sex. You make the choice every single time. Sexual violence is many things. Make a choice. Do not do it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Life is a journey, and the Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas will help you get where you want to go. Located in downtown Minneapolis, this affordable two-year college provides free textbooks, a laptop, meals, career coaches, and a Metro Transit Pass, making DFC the perfect pathway to a bachelor's degree. Turn your dreams into reality at Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. Apply today at dfc.stthomas.edu. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we're here with uh, former State Representative Ruth Buffalo of North Dakota, and Ruth... Uh, you were really busy as a representative, but you are really busy now <laughs> all over the country, it seems like, and uh, uh, really appreciate you stopping in. And um, we, uh, I've seen some updates. Could you fill us in with what's uh, happening with uh, Leonard Peltier and uh, how our listening audience can uh, help? Yes. Um, so, you know, I hear from Leonard um, almost daily if he's not in lockdown um, and so he has asked for a, a restructuring and a change in leadership um, in a new direction. Um, he, you know, is 78 years old and uh, he wants to be free. And so um, he has asked me to lead this new committee. Um, and so we have uh, social, you know, media platforms um, at I am Peltier. Um, and we also have a, a new website called IamPeltier.com. Um, and so we are still focusing on his release and his freedom. Um, so that's that's a little bit of an update at this time. Yeah, I, I uh, heard a recording of him uh, just recently. It was sent to me in my email um, that all all his uh, efforts should be funneled through that uh, that I am uh, Peltier dot com. Correct. Correct. Yes, he has asked for. Um, you know, a new new direction and wants us to do things a little bit differently. And so uh, we are tasked with that and we are um, still focused on his release and his freedom. And um, they have been going into lockdown quite a bit. Um, so he says, you know, I will try to call you every day and give updates and vice versa. Um, but if we don't, if I don't hear from him every day, then we know that he will be, he's in a lockdown. Um, lockdowns have been very prevalent um, for a number of reasons, um, including short staff uh, within Coleman One, which is a federal maximum security prison. Um, so we definitely need to continue uh, doing everything we can from within our reach, you know, within our networks, encouraging people to call President Biden, Congress, uh, even write to Leonard. He needs to hear from everybody and he needs that love and support. 
Yes, I was uh, blessed to talk to him uh, one time that he called me and uh, it floored me. And it's uh, he's still really sharp in his mind, and um, you know, and he's seventy eight years old, and we still. Uh, it would be so huge for the Native community if we could get him out. But also, first things first, what the heck? is He's in maximum security. That's just insane. It is. Um, it's, it's, it's inhumane. Um, he is an elder. Um, he has been behind bars for over half of his life. Uh, we know that these are some grave uh, constitutional violations. Um, it is inhumane. Uh, for the simple fact that he remains in prison and then on top of that in a federal maximum security prison. Um, I've been able to visit with him a couple times um, over New Year's Eve weekend and then at the end of January and he is a very frail elderly man um, who deserves justice and deserves to uh, be with his people in the Turtle Mountain Band of Chippewa Indians area in, in North Dakota. Yeah, definitely. Um... It's just how much longer? I mean, we have people that uh, that killed John Lennon and shot President Reagan that are out of prison now. I mean, the, the, this is just uh, you know, news has come out that they're they're making an example of him, and it's just ridiculous. The FBI uh, uh, works in a shameful way when it comes to uh, this, and it's been going on for way, way too long. Definitely need some compassionate conversations with um, the powers that be within FBI. Um, we see, you know, very stark uh, disparities within the MMIW, MMIP, MMIR crisis, uh, which calls to question what's really going on here. Uh, we are the first peoples of these lands and we deserve to be treated as such, but yet we are still at the bottom of the barrel, receiving crumbs and funding and resources. Our men are being incarcerated, our protectors, uh, and then women are forced to step up and be in the front, you know, and it's just, uh, it's, a, it's a travesty, quite honestly, that we as women, uh, you know, we come from matriarchal, matrilineal people as indigenous people um, have to step out in front and, and try to defend our, our, our elder men, our elders, um, and for future generations, you know, I've been hearing a lot from young Native men in different prisons across uh, the United States and they're sharing their concerns and also offering up encouragement to keep standing strong for Leonard because he is a symbol um, for them and represents them as well. Um, so it's just, a, it's, it's heartbreaking, it's heavy, um, but it, we need to continue to do what we can to help uh, everybody, you know, live a, a good, healthy, strong life that they deserve. We deserve a good, healthy, strong life like everybody else. Right, and exactly. Uh, wow, Ruth, I uh, really appreciate you coming in. I want to give you a, a couple more minutes here before uh, you know you have to go and, and just speak your speak your truth and uh, maybe make a plea again to uh, to uh, write to Leonard and to uh, to do do these things because you know we forget because he's been in there so long that he is a human being and he's still alive and he's not forty years old anymore. Uh, it's just been going on way too long yeah so please you know everybody to do what you can from within your reach stay focused on the task at hand you know the end goal is to get leonard free uh, we want to see him walk out of coleman one federal maximum security he is very elderly he's in poor health he needs specialized uh medical attention um the fact that he remains in there is is, is beyond devastating um Time is of the essence, and every day that goes by, um, it, it's just he should not it, he should not be in there. Um, and so I just ask for everybody to continue to to stay vigilant, stay together, uh, support one another, support Leonard, support Leonard's wishes, and let's come together. Uh, we're all Native people. We are all people um, who want the same thing, uh, which is justice for Leonard, um, and he needs to be back in North Dakota. Um, simply put, so. Exactly. I want to, uh, I'm going to just read what Lori uh, has to say. Ruth Ann and Robert, your strong voices are so appreciated as these issues change lives. Heartbreaking, hard work, blessings to all. Definitely blessings to you, Ruth. Um, you're a doer and I always uh, have been looked up, 
looked up to you ever since I saw that picture of you when you won the election in your regalia. It was just a powerful words, powerful person. Thank you so much for coming on. Monsegadads, I appreciate everything you're doing and for giving us this platform to share a few words on the issues that matter most to us. Wow. Thanks a lot. Uh, former state representative of North Dakota, Ruth Buffalo. Thanks for stopping in. And I know your busy schedule. Wow. Amazing. Uh, you know, I, there's a book out there that came out of the, in the eighties that was called in the spirit of crazy horse. And it's by, uh, Peter Matheson. And it's really, uh, it's, it's about, you know, uh, on a hot June morning in 1975, a fatal shootout took place between the FBI agents and the American Indians on a remote property near Wounded Knee, South Dakota. Four members of the American Indian Movement were incited on mur to murder charges for the death of two federal agents that were killed that day. Leonard Peltier, the only one to be convicted, is now serving consecutive life sentences in federal prison. Uh, you know, that this book is uh, behind the violent chain of events that, you know, lies, uh, issues, great complexity, profound historical uh, things in this book that were written. Um, it's a controversial book, and uh, it's, it's a book that, you know, talks about our native history. It talks about uh, what led up to this. Talks about the, the American Indian movement. Talks about anime. It talks about all the the big setup here. Uh, why is Leonard still in there? And the three other that were supposedly murderers too are have been out and made a deal with the FBI. He has always said that he is innocent. And we've just heard, you know, that that uh, you know an FBI agent out of Minneapolis that had been been there for forty some years say that this is the culture of the FBI. It's one of the first things when you become an FBI agent, young FBI agent. Now you um, you uh, get indoctrinated with it. You get shown all these things, saying that uh, this person, Leonard Peltier, will never be out, and they give you all this wrong fake uh what what do i want to say uh, uh things that uh, uh information about leonard uh that's so untrue so we it's it's good to have uh ruth on and talk about this and then she's talked to leonard recently and she talks to him often and uh it's just one of those things it would be if he was ever released which we still hope for you know, it'd be like Nelson Mandela being released for in Indian country. And that's how, how important this is, he is, and um, the work Ruth Buffalo does and the people that work with her. So we have always are so appreciative when Ruth Buffalo stops in. So we got the rest of the show to go here. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake and... Up next, we're going to have Destiny Jones, who's Ho-Chunk. ho -wah. We'll be right back after this short break. Please stay with us. J&S Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. When it comes to mental health, making connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Connections can bring comfort, hope, and joy. Find ways that work for yourself and others like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, creating space to listen. Visit cmentalhealth.org. That's cmentalhealth.org. cmentalhealth.org. 
Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let howl. Next Chapter Booksellers is the perfect gift idea for mom this Mother's Day. Whether she loves bestsellers or hidden gems, the friendly staff at Next Chapter Booksellers offers personalized book recommendations for any taste. Add a little something special to your gift with their beautiful cards. Plus, they sell a wide variety of puzzles and games. So skip the flowers and the chocolates this Mother's Day and give the mom in your life a gift that lasts from Next Chapter Booksellers off Snelling and Grand in St. Paul. More at nextchapterbooksellers.com. Hey, Ogama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. This is Chad, owner of AM950. Our station is located on a marsh, and we do our best not to disturb that environment. So I was thrilled to discover Natural Lawn. Their safer products and soil tests ensure that your lawn will be healthy, lush, and green. I don't even have to worry about bringing my furry friend to the station, thanks to the great care from Natural Lawn. I highly recommend Natural Lawn to keep your lawn beautiful, healthy, without compromising safety and sustainability. More at naturallawn.com. 2023 is here, and you can make it the year of the eagle with the National Eagle Center. You and your family can enjoy exciting eagle experiences, including field trips, private habitat tours, and exclusive behind-the-scenes tours. Meet live eagles up close, view bald eagles and golden eagles in the wild, and receive personal one-on-one education with dedicated and knowledgeable eagle experts as you journey into the world of eagles like never before. Learn more and plan your unforgettable eagle experience today at nationaleaglecenter.org slash experiences. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lulia. Showers and storms possible tonight with a low of 62. Then showers and storms possible again Friday with a high of 76. Jazz and cabaret legend Marilyn May appears for six shows to celebrate Mother's Day and her 95th birthday at Crooner Supper Club. Shows are May 11th through 14th and make a perfect Mother's Day gift. Tickets and more at croonersloungemn.com. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. Ho, uh, hey, welcome back. And we have such, uh, Haley, we have really smart uh, people that listen to the show and we are corrected. Mark David Chapman is still in prison and he was just moved uh, to Greenhaven Correctional Facility in Beacon, New York, uh, in Dutchess County. So uh, great listeners, and thank you for the correction. I lost my mind for there for a little bit, but it's good that uh, I'm not spending out any fake news here over the airwaves. But Pinagigi to uh, the listener that reached out to and said, Robert, what's up? Get your facts straight. So I'm getting my facts straight. Really appreciate it. Yeah, hey, so we're here with uh, Destiny Jones, another Ho-Chunk uh Haley and I are Ho-Chunk, and it's like we've had three Ho-Chunks on this week. This is Ho-Chunk week here on Native Roots Radio. Welcome, Destiny. Good to see you again. Nice to see you, too. Thanks for having me. Right on. Hey, we want to dig deep in what you do here for our community and what's going on this summer and what's happening. So introduce yourself, and let's get rolling here. Yeah, cool. My name is Destiny Jones. I am the market manager and food sovereignty coordinator at Four Sisters. Uh, Four Sisters is a project of NACTI, so we're kind of under uh, 
NACI's general umbrella of things that it does. And what we focus on is reconnecting our relatives and our neighbors just to the natural world. So we run a urban farm as well as a farmer's market. Um, and yeah, a lot of the goals are just uh, indigenous food sovereignty, food access, uh, and like the East Phillips and Ventura neighborhoods and just kind of creating a space that makes people feel really comfortable getting to know a little bit more about their culture uh, with food and also like what food is good food and what good food is possible to make with uh, the abundance of fresh produce and things that we can grow ourselves and buy at the market. So. Yeah, that's excellent. So the the garden's fairly new, isn't it? And where's how did you get it and where is it located? Yeah, it's uh, located on the, I believe it's uh, 17th and 28th, um, the 2800 block of 17th Avenue, if I remember correctly. And it is a part of the like Hennepin County Railroad or something. Mm -hmm. It used to be a place that they left uh, materials. Um, and so when the railroad stopped being there, they decided to lease it. And uh, NACDI was gracious enough to take a piece of it. And we've been building out the urban farm for a little while. We have some trees that we're growing that are all medicinal and you know native. And we also have some plots for people to try their hand at growing their own foods and yeah it's i believe it's been there for two two years this will be our second year cool the you know and we're at the point here and it's funny you know we went through covid we went through all these things and um we need to know how to get back to Mother Earth, and we need to know how to grow our own food and uh, prepare our own food. And so this is just a, a really, really, uh, really good thing and really uh, timeless, I think, uh, right on time. I agree. I think that especially with the threat of climate change, uh, there's you know, always a question of what food will look like in the future. And so it really, I feel like empowers people to take it into their own hands. And um, a big part of what I think about when I think about food uh, sovereignty is also just the community aspect of it. Um, none of our ancestors did all of this alone. You know, you gathered together, you grew together, you uh, processed the food together, you ate together. And I think that that's something that is like very important to incorporate in uh, how we look at food access and food sovereignty today. Yeah, it is. And uh, let's talk a little bit. When does the uh, market run? Uh, I know that's coming up soon. Uh, what are the dates? The market starts uh, June 1st from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We will be having the Pretendians perform, which is super exciting. And we'll be having a raffle for the day of just to start us off and a kind of exciting way and we have a ton of new vendors and lots of good food um, and we're really excited. We also have a big event coming up at the garden this Saturday, which will be our spring welcoming event. Um, that'll be kind of like a block party. So everyone's welcome. There'll be some seedling giveaways and there'll be like a ton of uh, you know information about ways to get involved in the neighborhood and also just, uh, enjoy yourself there will be tons of food from places like the gatherings cafe and uh las cuatro milpas the uh mexican food place you know it's funny i've been to uh quite a few things because it's native american heritage month and uh the uh the cafe has been uh, serving food at a lot of different places <laughs> and so uh, they do a really good job and they're delicious so if you're in town well, come on, uh, between uh, 17th Avenue and 28th Avenue uh, for the garden. Is that where it's going to be? Yes. Um, on, I'm... on Saturday, right? Yes, Saturday. I believe we will be starting officially at around 11, and it will go on until 3. That's awesome. So what, el what else do you do for Native American Community uh, Development Institute? Because uh, I was really uh, happy to hear you were able to come on tonight, and I run into you. As a matter of fact, we, we marched, uh, didn't, 
was which parade? I just saw you recently when we were talking the whole time. Which parade was yeah. that? I think that was uh, uh, the Native American Month kickoff, maybe. Um, yeah. It was like a parade, yeah, yeah with the floats and everything. Um, <laughs> right. It was really fun, yeah. We do, I feel like, a lot at NACTI, and it's one of those things where um, it, I have one role, and then I have a lot of other things that kind of fall under it. And so, yeah, before previously, I was uh, their administrative, uh, like operations and administrative uh, coordinator. And then I was happy enough and like able to uh, switch into their uh, four sisters coordinating position. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like NACTI is a great place to work and that there's always like kind of something to do and there's always a, a new opportunity to learn a new thing. So can't say enough good things about it. Absolutely. And you guys are right in the, the middle of uh, Indian country in Minneapolis on Franklin Avenue. Uh, your office is right next to the ca- uh, powwow grounds and the, the great museum there. And uh, you must run into a, a lot of people because I know I come into your office and bug you guys. Yeah, I think that that was like one of the funniest things they told me right when I started. They're like, even if the door is locked, there's always going to be a way that you're like engaging with community. There's always going to be someone walking through the door and striking up a conversation. And they're like, are you like prepared for that? And I was like, I'm more than ready for that. That sounds so exciting. (laughs) And it's been really great so far. Yeah, it it is fun. And it is fun to go there and uh and see you guys. And I, I think uh, Robert Lilligren, who's usually our guest on Thursday, runs a really uh, progressive ship there. I mean, take care of yourself first. Uh, these things that uh, that should be in everybody's uh, work workplace. Uh, it's it's amazing. And you know, how do you feel about that? You've worked at other places too. Yeah, I actually sought out NACTI. Um, I was looking for a new job and I was like, I came across NACTI and I was like, I think this is perfect. And then um, getting the job, it was kind of one of those things where I kept waiting for the other, um, what is it, other foot boot to drop kind of, where I was like, <laughs> oh, something's going to happen. It's going to sour my idea of working here. Something's going to like, I'm just going to realize that, you know, I was looking at this with rose colored lenses and it's not happened so far. Um, I've been with NACTI for almost a year and it's uh, just been a really amazing, uh, Robert's an amazing boss. He's very uh, like kind and passionate about his work and everyone is such a rock star. It's something that I can't ever stop saying is how great everyone I work with is and how hardworking and just even being around someone like Jolene Jones, no mm-hmm. relation, but uh, like <laughs> she's such an amazing organizer and she's so such a cool presence to just have in the office that I'm, I, I love the staff at NACTI and I love the work that we do. Yeah, uh, you have a, a, a room full of doers for sure. You know, Jolene's been on the show many times and um, she doesn't play. She's an auntie, but she gets the job done and, and – Above all, Jolene, especially um, knowing her a little bit, has a huge, huge, huge heart. Yeah, I think that's something that's amazed me too, is the amount of care that goes into the work at NACTI and how much people really do strive to connect with the envi- like the community and just the environment and make sure that uh, everybody's being seen and heard and uplifted in any way that we can. So mm-hmm. it's been really nice. Definitely. And uh, what's uh, what's the future lie with you? You're you're pretty young, right? And uh, you got a bright future ahead of you. And uh, uh, what 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 do you think? You know, you have a great spirit. Uh, you haven't been beat down yet by the the man yet. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, against all odds, I'm still still fighting the man. Um, I <laughs> think that I don't know. Part of me is like what if I became the man and I got into politics, but then I think that it's a bit ambitious. I think I'm just really content where I'm at right now. And I'm interested in seeing where the journey takes me. Right. Just keep uh, putting one step in front of the other. And next thing you know, you're going to be at a place uh, where you have great choices. And uh, that's what happened to me. I'm 62 years old and I would have never guessed that I would be a representative of Ho-Chunk Nation. 
I would not be uh, a radio host, or for that matter, I never thought I'd be a high school teacher either for 30 years. And uh, I was one of those kids that uh, that would see the principal every once in a while and uh, go out the back door when uh, people weren't looking. And next thing you know, I'm a high school teacher uh, hanging out with the kids and, and um, relating and loving my job. I, you know, you just never know, Destiny. Yeah, I think that that's also one of those things that's so amazing. It's that there's so many opportunities within just ourselves and, I don't know, playing things as they come along and figuring out what works best for you is just like, I think, another part of it that I'm really excited for. And I'm glad that um, I kind of have the assistance of NACTI to lead me in a good path. So. Hey, why don't we uh, have you come back here and we'll just talk a little bit more about the about the Four Sisters Market and then uh, we'll call it a show. How does that sound? Sounds great. All right. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake and we'll be right back after this short break. Please stay with us. When it comes to mental health, connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Whether you're struggling or know someone who struggles, see connections as comfort, hope, and joy. Like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, seeing your grandma. Together we can find ways to create a path forward. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let howl. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Students at participating Twin Cities high schools can get a summer's worth of rides on buses and light rail for just $30 with a summer student pass. From June 1st through September 5th, students can get unlimited rides on buses and trains up to a $3.25 fare. For a list of participating schools and to purchase a pass, visit metrotransit.org slash summer dash student dash pass. Again, that's metrotransit.org slash summer dash student dash pass. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! Howl! Destiny, did you howl with us? (laughs) <laughs> no, I got too shy. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. We'll have to do that next time you come on. Looks yeah. like the wolf is uh, stuck there. We'll fix that there, right? Uh, so, hey, we're with uh, the Four Sisters Market Manager, Destiny Jones, uh, Ho-Chunk, and all three of us are Ho-Chunk, so this has just been an awesome show. We had Ruth Buffalo on earlier, and Destiny, let's talk about... Uh, well, before we talk about the dates, you know, where you work, you're like a stone's throw away away from a beautiful art gallery, too. Um, I, I, that just amazes me that those four, uh, three buildings are hooked together and right in, right in Franklin Avenue in the Twin Cities here. I love Four Sisters. Um, and yeah, it's amazing to even like go into the office every day and to see the exhibit that's currently going, which is Pitway with them, is so beautiful. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to go see it yet, but it's just an amazing homage to uh, the family's like relative who passed. Um, and 
it's just like the most breathtaking work I've seen in a while. Um, and I love being that close to Amra and being that close to Palo Grounds and being able to share a building and collaborate on ideas. We actually are having a call for an artist right now in collaboration with Amra at the Four Sisters Farmers Market, which is for our uh, farmers market artists and residents who will be someone who helps facilitate a lot of the activities that will be going on throughout the season at the farmers market that promote things like nutrition, recipes, language, indigenous language learning, and things like that. So it's super exciting. And uh, we just posted about it. So if anyone knows anyone that's interested, feel free to contact me. My name is Destiny Jones. Right on. Hey, that's right on. And you know, the market for me is always fun because uh, I'll come by there. Of course, I'll stop in and bother you guys in the office and then I'll come out and and, you know, a lot of times there's, uh, you know, some fry bread, fry bread pizza, things like that from the, the market. And and then you have vendors there that, you know, are uh, selling fresh vegetables and fruits. You also have vendors that are selling, uh, you know, uh, candles, medicines, things like that. And it's just a really nice way if you're around there to uh, hang out during your lunch or have a long lunch. It's just, and see some friends and support the native community. I completely agree. I think uh, there's so much to do at the farmer's market. We're trying to increase that as it goes along. And it is just a lovely place to stop by during your lunch break and just meet with community members and meet with your friends. Um, one of our vendors actually has like new food on the menu, which is super exciting. And um, we'll be having new vendors that just uh, haven't been able to uh, be at the market before, uh, which is super also exciting. So I think it's gonna be a great season and there's always gonna be something to do. Uh, we'll be having musicians monthly, we'll have DJs, um, we'll be having a storytelling event in the middle of summer and we'll just be having a ton of activities for people to get involved in. So don't uh, be a stranger. Right on. And those are Thursdays starting in June, correct? It's every yep. Thursday. Every Thursday from 11 to 3. Um, we try to do rain or shine, but if the weather's too horrible, we will cancel. <laughs> right. And sometimes, yeah, rarely you have, but you have. And I know... Uh, you have another event, too, I want to bring up again, and that's happening Saturday. And uh, maybe you can tell our, our audience a little bit more about that, too. Yeah, that'll be our uh, spring welcoming event. Uh, we are throwing it with our uh, some of our collaborators over at EPIC um, and with some help with, from the Indigenous Food Network. Uh, the event is just to kind of celebrate the neighborhood, celebrate the coming of spring. Um, there's also the epic elections, which are happening uh, in the day. So it's just something to kind of lead into Mother's Day weekend. Um, mm -hmm. I know that there's a powwow at Little Earth, like uh, after as well. So it should be like a full day of fun. Um, and the event will be from 11 to 3 on the 2800 block of 17th Avenue in South Minneapolis. And it should be great, great energy, great fun. Can't say more good things about how well I think the event's going to go. Right on. And then um, again, the Four Sisters uh, Farmers Market. I, I guess it's just called Market now, not a Farmers Market. And that's every Thursday starting in June until the last week in October. Is that right? Yep, until October 26th. Wow, awesome. Any last words before we let you go? Uh, I really appreciate you stepping in. I'll tell I Robert. I a quick question. Oh, go ahead, Haley. Uh, Destiny, did you say that you guys, what kind of food do you grow there? You said like medicinal like stuff too. Is that like lavender and stuff like that? Yeah, we've planted some red willow. Uh, I believe we're growing like sweetgrass and tobaccos and um i believe some sage um and there's it's kind of a split there's two kind of plots and one of them is mostly kind of 
for trees. And then there's a plot that's a bit more enclosed and that plot uh, has half of it devoted to a community space for gardening. So um, oh, we that. have, yeah, we have a bunch of people just gardening whatever their heart desires. And then our farmer and my manager, uh, Gloria is in charge of choosing um, all of these great indigenous and also like medicinal plants uh, to grow and mostly donate and give away. So it's wow. really cool. That's so amazing. I gotta get out there. We got to get out there, Dega. Check it out soon. Oh, yeah. I, I try to make it out there on Thursdays. Thursday's a good time for me to... to or, or you're talking about Saturday, too. Yeah, well, that's a good idea, too. Now that we know about it and we've had Destiny on, any last words before we let you go? Uh, it's always... I just want to say it's always great to see a young Ho-Chunk uh, woman um, do as well as you're doing. And uh, the future always looks bright for our people and you're a doer and I, I really appreciate what you do and also, you know, being on destiny. Thank you. Uh, that's such kind words. My Gaga wouldn't have it any other way. So I'm glad to be making her proud and I um, don't have much else to say. Thank you for having me on. Right on. Thanks. Destiny Jones, the manager of the four sisters market here in Minneapolis, uh, Franklin Avenue with an, a great update and hopefully we'll see you again, Destiny. She shook her head. Yes. So. Oh, there we go. <laughs> hey, have a great day. Wow. 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 The really nice, uh, nice piece. And it's good to see young people stepping forward there. Uh, just, I'm just, a, a happy, uh, uh, Daga here, uh, seeing the future here with our Ho-Chunk, uh, young ones. Yeah, we're doing it. Gen Z, watch out. <laughs> That's right. Well, again, and I appreciate Gen Z, Haley, because uh, they they saved us in the last election and they're going to be uh, voting even more these next elections. So that's uh, something me as kind of a political junkie really appreciates. And uh, being a, uh, a boomer, we're uh, going to probably be in the next election uh, the second most uh, 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 recognized, uh, voters and the Gen Z's are going to take over. And, uh, that's a good thing because they're angry and they should be. <laughs> so, right. Right. I, yeah, I appreciate what a, what a show. I want to thank, uh, former state representative Ruth Buffalo for stopping in and really giving us some great updates, uh, with what's going on with Leonard Peltier and the little history of that. And also her work with, uh, with a, uh, let me see what that's not invisible act, uh, commission. So that's really huge. And, uh, and thank you, Haley, uh, for all your work and, uh, thank destiny for, uh, Jones for stopping in. And you've been listening to native roots radio. If you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance from chief plenty coops. The ground on which we stand on is sacred ground. It is the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier now. 